Welcome back to episode 23 of On the Wild. Today is July 1st. It's Canada Day. Happy Canada Day to everyone out there. I should say, I guess, happy belated Canada Day. Yeah, As when you're seeing this, it'll be two days later. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are wearing orange to show solidarity to those of the indigenous community that have been affected or negatively affected by, you know, the residential schools and the stuff employed by Canada. Yeah, all the recent findings that were found within Canada. Pretty disturbing, but we'll leave a link down below from CTV News just... It has a bunch of quotes from different people around Canada, from Indigenous leaders to the Prime Minister, just about like what Canada Day means uh, this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Transitioning from that. Yeah. Heading into this episode, we were kind of just thinking about uh, going over some of the greatest moments in Canadian sports history and just yeah. some of our favorite moments, I guess. Obviously, there was the the Joe Co- Joe Carter walk off home mm-hmm. run to win the World Series. There was you know the Summit Series game winner. Uh, but in our lifetime, what yeah. are what are some of your favorite moments? I mean, the one that pops up to me is the the Kawhi shot against uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, I think just the magnitude of that. I mean, it was it was a game seven. It won them the series. Yeah. First ever buzzer beater t- in a game seven. Yeah, and it sent Toronto to the Eastern Conference Finals, in yeah. which and that obviously led to them winning the finals. I feel like that kind of ups the, the magnitude yeah, of that it's moment. a moment of in itself too yeah um but yeah that, that whole playoff run was almost a moment for canada because obviously they had made the eastern conference finals twice before i think so then you know they played yeah. uh the Cavs and they, they played, played uh in the sixers back when Allen iverson carter that wasn't the eastern conference finals, that wasn't was oh, it was the second round i think it was the second round. Oh, okay yeah vince carter left to graduate and then he came back we mm-hmm. don't know if he would have played a better game or not we'll right. never know but yeah, that whole playoff run was crazy. Like, yeah. Kawhi. It would have been nice to see him re-sign, but, I mean, he's doing his own thing. The Clippers are eliminated, mm-hmm. as we're filming this last night. <laughs> yeah. Chris Paul, 41. But, yeah, I mean, I forget, you know, Jack Robinson, too. He, he broke the color barrier in Canada, playing for Montreal before he went to the Brooklyn Dodgers. So, that, right. that's another huge moment. Yeah. For me, the one that stands out to me, obviously, obviously I said the Henderson Summit Series goal, but the Crosby Golden goal was... Goal. was huge. I was looking at some of the lists and ranking the moments. It was like number eight. It's like <laughs> he scored in overtime against the arch rival U.S. Yeah. in Canada. 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 And, he, you know, it's the best player in the world scoring the goal. Like, it's just what better moment could you ask for? Yeah, I mean, that's as good as you can get. Yeah. The, uh, I also, the, the Batista. The Batflip, bat yeah. Against Texas. That, that, that team, man. I, I just keep looking back on it, you know, yeah. Batista, Encarnacion, Reyes. They had Ben Revere had a crazy yeah. average as a leadoff David hitter. David Price. Yeah, that, that deadline was insane. Yeah, that, that team was a missed opportunity. Oh, 100%. There were some guys, obviously, like David Price left. It would have been nice to see him resign, but I think they definitely fumbled the bag not getting Revere back. I can't mm-hmm. remember if they traded him or they just didn't resign him, but... I think they just didn't resign yeah. him. He went to Philly. Yeah, I don't even think they gave him an offer, or like a serious offer, which mm-hmm. was so surprising. He was like the perfect leadoff hitter for that right. team, and he kind of fell off a little bit after. Mm-hmm. I think he would have had a, a nice end to his career if he continued to play with the Jays. But yeah, there's so many more moments. I mean, Christine Sinclair, I think she's like the international goal scoring leader for women, which is insane that a Canadian is doing that. Yeah. And then even now, like Canadian basketball, we're seeing it its rise. Obviously the Raptors' success has propelled, you know, Canada and kids wanting to play basketball even more. Yeah. And I'm like looking at the team, they just beat Greece, who's like the sixth ranked team. Obviously they didn't have Giannis, but look at looking at the players that Canada doesn't have right now, the roster of players that aren't there yeah. is better than the roster of players there right now. <laughs> Shea. Yeah, you Jamal had Shea, Murray. Jamal Murray, Dylan Brooks. Why is Shea not playing? Is he injured? I think, yeah, I think he is hurt. But I think he's not there for the qualifier, but he'll be there for the actual tournament, I believe. 
I mean, oh, like yeah. Boucher's not there, Birch, Kelly Olenek, like that's a hell of a team, and they're already mm-hmm. looking pretty good. And I'm, I'm hearing these coaches that are, you know, they coached for a while. Or I can't remember his name, but he was talking about Lou Dort, just like this guy is everywhere on the court, defensively, offensively. He's talking about him being an insane player. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be a perennial all-defensive player. Same with Brooks, yeah, too. Probably. They're both insane perimeter defenders, and interior-wise can do a pretty damn good job. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for Canada basketball. Obviously, the States is— Tristan Thompson, too. Tristan Thompson, yeah. The States is so dominant. And, I mean, people are talking about, oh, it's not as good of a team. It's still the best team there yeah. by far. You they, got, they have who? Dame, Katie. Dame uh, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, Bam. Yeah, like— uh, Draymond. Kevin who, Love's there. Kevin Love. Which is surprising. There's definitely another guy you could have taken <laughs> over him. But— um, is Steph? Steph's, not, Steph's not there. LeBron's not there either. A lot of speculation about like why he's not there. He's been there before. He's 36 and he's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he could be there when he's 40. Who knows? We yeah. really don't know where he's going to he be does, in that position. But He doesn't have to play. Yeah. He doesn't. He has nothing to prove Olympics-wise. I mean, I would think to myself, like if I was in the NBA, like if I could play in the Olympics, I'd jump to that opportunity mm-hmm. anytime I can. But he's won it three times already. Mm-hmm. He's probably I don't know if he's won it three times, but I know if he's played in Played three, three times. Yeah, well, they won in 2012. They, yeah, did they I think 2008 was a disaster, I think. Yeah. Or was that 2004? Because he played in both. Yeah. It may have been 2004. I don't remember. Maybe. Yeah. But there, I remember, you see that 2012 team, they're talking about it, like, the dominated. Like, Spain was pretty close. And I just think those comments are so funny of, like, people mm-hmm. talking about, like, um, you know, it's really hard for the United States team to play together because they're all big stars. Like, it's much harder for Spain. Or much harder for the states. It's like I no, it's get not. that you have a lot of personality and you got a lot of guys that want I the get ball. Where, I get where he's coming from, but it's not. Yeah, because it's like at the end of the day, you're playing basketball. It's a game, and you pass it to the guy that's open. Yeah, and he's and if you're the and best the, player. in the Olympics, play, players aren't playing for stats. Exactly, they're, they're playing for their play country. As a team. So. Yeah, I, it's it's really looking interesting for basketball. I think it's gonna be super competitive because even Slovenia, you know, they're gonna have a Luca there, and mm-hmm. Greece is gonna be good. The Spain's always been. Pretty damn good team. Obviously, they're going to lose to Gasol soon. Yeah, but I think this is uh, they're playing. This is their last time playing together. Really, they're both playing. Wow, and cool. Yeah, so it's it's looking good for international basketball right now. Obviously, that's always been like kind of a rough spot. Not because it's not it's not not competitive, but when the states are playing, you're going into the game like yeah, they're going to win. Whereas like in hockey, like Canada is the favorite, but you know Russia, Sweden, Finland, yeah. the U.S. They can always take it. Soccer is extremely competitive. Yeah, like when the U.S. doesn't win basketball, it's like a it's like a surprise. Yeah, and it's like more like a disaster. Like yeah. what happened? It's like how did you guys blow yeah, this? Yeah. It's yeah. not oh this team came in and played well. Yeah, which it, I think it's both sides. Like I mean, when I remember watching Patrick Mills scored like an insane amount of points against the American team. It was just like this guy's a mm-hmm. a six man in the NBA and he's dominating right now. Like. I think I think for for basketball, at least for Americans, it's kind of like check your check your attitude, check your character at the door, and just like you're playing for your country now, you're playing yeah. for each other. Like there is no individualism; you just got to get it to the open man, hit the shot, mm-hmm. and get your get your man, check your man on defense. Yeah, but yeah, going back to what we saw last night, the Suns eliminate the Clippers in six games, send them packing. First NBA Finals appearance since 1993 Three. against the Bulls. Yeah. yeah. Chris Paul's first ever NBA Finals. Yeah, it's I'm, great to see. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. Because, like, the amount of slander he's been getting for, like, his whole career almost. Yeah. Like, the last 10 years, ever since he got to L.A. And it was pretty unfair slander, too. Very like, unfair. Like, with Houston, I think he would have made it if he didn't get hurt. In New Orleans, that's just a tough situation. Caught, yeah, he's caught a lot of bad breaks. The trade to the Lakers getting vetoed. Yeah. So he didn't get to play with Kobe. Going to the Clippers. He, he did blow a 3-1 lead, but that's not all on him. Yeah. Obviously, Doc Rivers is kind of... 
blown a couple more since then. Yeah, he's kind of been known as an overrated coach at this point. So. Yeah. But I think he's he's been treated very unfairly. Yeah. Just because he's never won a title. And I, I just don't understand that because I don't think winning a championship defines greatness because there's a bunch of players who've won championships who aren't on the level of Chris Ball. Absolutely. In terms of just like being a good player yeah they don't really hold it against stockton or nash mm-hmm. like they do because you know they talk about oh you know nash won two mvps like paul didn't get when he came second and he could have yeah. had it behind kobe but i mean he's had a great career he's never been a bad player he's never been inconsistent he's always yeah. been up there he's just been in tough situations and they kind of treat him like they treat harden in a way like harden has had moments where he hasn't been clutch or he's blown it paul hasn't really had too many of those but moments. the thing with that though is that harden has had really bad games in the playoffs yeah Chris Paul, from my knowledge, hasn't really had like that one game that, like, what were you doing? Exactly. Like, and, how and did he, you not perform better? Yeah, because with Harden too, like it's all like p- the pressure's on him. Mm-hmm. Paul, the pressure's been on him, but he treats it in a different way. He's a facilitator, so he's trying to get everyone else involved. Harden's just doing it himself, so the pressure's yeah. much hard or not. The pressure's not on him. It's like the fault I would say is on yeah. Harden more. But I mean, it's going to be great to see. I mean, coming out of the East, I really don't know. The series tied two two game. Yeah. Game five tonight. Of, uh, yeah, game five's tonight. Giannis isn't playing tonight. Yeah. Trey's Trae Young's we don't questionable. Know yet. Yeah, I think if I'm the Hawks, I don't play Trey. No, I think you don't risk it. Yeah, if they lose, then absolutely game six. If they win, I think you maybe don't even put him in game six. Giannis isn't going to play for a week or two. Yeah, so. which he's so lucky. Like when he went Very down lucky. immediately, I'm like, oh, he hyperextended that. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought he tore something. Yeah, it just it looked bad. His reaction was bad to it because usually, like when he goes down, not necessarily saying he's a flop, but he'll take a second. Like he went down there, he showed no emotion. Like he mm-hmm. was just you know, he covered his face and everything. Like he felt horrible for the guy. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's just been the way the playoffs have gone this far. Like the yeah. amount of injuries. It's very unfortunate, but yeah. there's no asterisks. It's just kind of yeah. the it, way. It happened this year. Yeah. Like, there's no, you can't say, oh, the Suns are catching a break. Yeah, they are. They are. They, I mean, AD, LeBron, yeah. Jamal, a lot of guys. But it's been like that every year. You know, KD was out when the Raptors were playing. Kawhi got hurt against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Paul went down against the Warriors. Like Kyrie got hurt. Yeah, Kevin Love was hurt in the Warriors' first title. Yeah, like as as far back as we can remember, there's always been you know someone hurt, and you can blame mm-hmm. it on that. But that's just the way sports yeah. goes. Guys get hurt. So even if you look to last year in the bubble, Bam got hurt yeah, game one. Exactly. And Goran Dragic. Dragic was out for a while yeah. too. So, so it happens every year. Yeah, there's always it doesn't issues. mean that there's an asterisk to it. Yeah. NBA Twitter's toxic. Oh, extremely. They'll put, toxic. They'll put an asterisk on anything. Oh yeah. I mean that the whole Raptors championship was they were talking about, and then last year with the bubble, it's like every team was going through the same thing. The Lakers won it all. Yeah. There's no asterisk there. They won yeah. it. It's like oh well, they won because it was the bubble. Everybody was in the bubble. Exactly. They just treated it or not treated it but they responded to the bubble the best out of the teams that were yeah, there exactly so they deserved to win that's the no title. fault of their own that they yeah. played the best it's not their fault that a pandemic started <laughs> yeah like yeah it's a bit weird but i'm super excited to see him play in the finals i mean booker i wouldn't say he had a great series like he had an incredible game one mm-hmm. but his i mean shooting wise his percentages were down but he was always hitting the big free yeah, throws yeah, and yeah. he was hitting big shots he had a great series mm-hmm. Aiden, i think i think part of that is they put a lot more attention on him, and also yeah. the the mask. Like he yeah, didn't, he didn't, two, he, I mean, he almost rebroke it like yeah. yesterday with yeah, Paul just, George. Yeah, um, but he didn't try to make an excuse about it. But he said like, "This is the first time I've ever played with a mask on." Yeah, so it's a tough. Situation, I assume yeah. it's it's hard to get used to at first. Yeah, like anything. Yeah, and then with eight and two, like I'm just looking at like looking at his stats. He he was five for six coming out of that first quarter with ten points. He finished the game shooting eight for ten. 
I don't know if it's a confidence thing or if it's just they, he doesn't get the ball as much, but he's shooting way less than he should be. Mm-hmm. If you're eight for ten, you keep shooting the ball. I mean, like, no the, one's going to stop you. He's a third option. Yeah, and I think I think it's just like the looks that they were getting. Yeah, because the the Clippers, at least in the last couple of games, were playing were playing a lot of zone. So, you know, they were getting it to Booker in the middle and whatever. Yeah. But. I do think, though, because, like, Zubac being out and Cousins not being yeah. as mobile as he used to, they could have utilized him a lot more. That's, that's what I thought. I thought they were going to, especially in game uh, five, I thought they were going to feed him inside. Yeah. Because they had Morris on him. But they were playing the zone, so it was a, it was a bit tougher. But Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I mean, he, he was a great player in the series, though. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. He, he played he great defense. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't think it is a confidence thing. I think it's just him not getting the ball he as much. He is really good at not fouling. Yeah. He's so very going smart. straight up. And even on offensive rebounds, he does a really good job of not going over the player, but just going straight up to yeah. get it. He's very tactical. It, yeah, and getting it at its peak. He's very, very smart. Yeah. And then on the other end of things with the Clippers, I mean, Morris had great games five and six, you know, some of the best games I've ever seen him play. PG in game five, I mean, he had the best playoff game of his career. But game six, it, he just uh, he wasn't taking he wasn't taking good shots, good quality shots. A lot of the time he was driving to the basket when the paint was clogged. He was trying to get a foul and he wouldn't. Or he'd take a step back three when a guy's hand is in his face. He wasn't taking good quality shots. And it, it's almost as if he didn't... I don't want to say like he didn't want to win, but he wasn't playing as if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. He, he In that game, like game five, he understood his role. Like, I need to be the guy to take over this game. He's, and game six, he didn't do that. He's getting a lot of praise for this playoff run, which, I mean, he's, he played better than he did last year, but I still think he's... Very overrated. Yeah, and they're talking about like I don't think he's not a number one. No, no. Because if it was LeBron, KD, Kawhi, if they dropped forty-one in Game Five, they weren't going to drop sixteen in Game Six. Exactly, and it wasn't as much. It was a surprise when PG. It was like, oh, this is the best playoff game. That's what great players. That's what number one players do. They have a great game, but they don't just fall apart. Fall apart. Yeah, they have another great game for sure because they know what's at stake. Yeah. It, it was just weird to see. And then, I mean, a lot of guys were able to step up, and it was nice to see. But uh, just that Clippers team, man, it's like, it's they're hard to like. I, I like we were talking about it. very much. Yeah, like uh, Beverly, he's going on. Like, I like the way Booker's attitude is towards him. He's just not giving him any sort of reaction. Yeah. He's just kind of like, yeah, you know, say what you want to say, man. We're beating you by 20. Like, yeah. And then, I mean, Cousins, too, like elbowing Paul. Obviously, he missed, and yeah, Paul did flop a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why it wasn't a flagrant. A bit, he... Yeah, he flopped. But <laughs> but I think that's why they didn't call it a flagrant because he missed and he did go down. But that it, is a technical, it, though. He threw an elbow. Yeah, he tried. And if he did make contact, who knows? Like, the guy's seven foot. Chris Paul's a smaller guy, at least to uh, NBA standards. And yeah, that could have knocked him like out. Like, yeah. Like, it, you, who knows what could have happened there? So that's a dangerous play. And the fact that his reaction to getting a technical, he's like, yeah, well, it's like, you don't, don't throw an elbow. Yeah. It's just, I didn't like that. And... Yeah, I mean, we saw a lot of it. Just, like, kind of cheap plays. It's, it's not hard. Just don't get in your feelings. Yeah. And even it's that, like, hard. that Beverly play where he went to block Aiden, that was a bit aggressive. Obviously, he yeah. blocked him, but then came down and on obviously, him. the shove. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, maybe Chris Paul says... Chris Paul didn't say anything. He just yeah. kind of looked over at him. Yeah. And he, it made him snap. Like, <laughs> yeah. how, how are you going to talk for five and a half games, and then a person looks at you like that, and you shove him in the back? Yeah. Well, his back's turned. Yeah. It's just... I mean, it's not, he needs to like I, I to to an extent I like the way Beverly plays and getting an edge and trying to get people mad. But when you're not getting anything from them, you need to take it back a notch and just focus on the team. And like, if you're gonna give it, you have to be able to receive it too. Hundred percent. You can't just go at it's people. It's not. Man. It's not a one way thing. Hundred percent. 
people are going to go back at you. Yeah. And, and the way he complains about his fouls too, it's like, first of all, you made contact with the guy and you did it egregiously. Mm-hmm. So you're lucky you didn't get a technical on a lot of plays. Yeah. Like he would be swinging, reaching for reaching fouls. He's swinging at the guy. Yeah. So he I, catches a lot of breaks because people are like, oh, that's just Patrick Beverly. Yeah. No, he's just. He, yeah. Like, I remember they were talking about, they were talking about his whole journey and how inspiring it was. But you look back at the start of the journey, it was like he cheated on something or that's why he didn't get drafted. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know his whole he's story. Like, yeah, he like cheated on a test or something. It's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. He, he's just, I, I'm happy to see the Suns go to the final, yeah, to say the least. Because one thing, as, as a Raptors fan, it, you want to see Kawhi do well, but it's hard to want him to win because just the fact that he is gone. Yeah. But yeah, to not see him play, it really did suck. You want to see the best possible players you can get. But where would you rank uh, Chris Paul in terms of all time? All time? With, with point guards? That's so tough because when I look at my top three is pretty locked up. I'd say Magic 1, Curry 2, Oscar 3. And that can change. I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of Curry's career. You could He could maybe overtake it. But 4, 5, like if I'm looking at a top 5 perspective, I guess. Like I'd say Isaiah Thomas is 4. Mm-hmm. 5 is where I'm like, I could say Chris Paul. And I think with a championship, that could boost him even higher. But I think he is a better overall player than, say, a Steve Nash or John Stockton. Yeah. Like, if you want, if you are going in, they're all in their prime, right? Or they're just starting their career. Who do you want to be the leader of your team, Paul Stockton or Nash? I'm taking Paul. Yeah. Because the longevity he's been able to play with, and he's always been consistent. He hasn't had off years. And just the impact he makes on a team. You look at Oklahoma City last year. Yeah. How he uplifted them. The Suns this year, obviously, yeah. going to the finals. He He's always been a most valuable player. He's just yeah. not been statistically able to win the award. But he's always been in the conversation because yeah. he's been able to uplift his team. He is the definition of being the most valuable player. 100%. Like, but, yeah, like, I, I would have to put him in that top five because he's just done so much for every team that he's been on. And I think he could have won a couple MVPs. And like we've said earlier today, like, he's been screwed over a little bit over mm-hmm. his career. So, yeah, I'd put him top five. I think winning a championship kind of solidifies it. If he wins a title, I could make an argument for him being the third. Third? Top three. Over Oscar or yeah. Curry? Okay. I'd put Curry in there just because of how he's changed the game. He's the greatest shooter yeah. ever. He's won three titles, two MVPs, one unanimous, yeah. first ever unanimous first ever MVP. Unanimous. Yeah. I mean, and he, he could have won this year if he if he made the playoffs. We really don't know. I think it would have gone to Jokic either way. but I think he was the most valuable player. but Yeah. The NBA's criteria changes every year. So. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wouldn't argue if you said Nash is there or Stockton's there or someone else. But Or maybe even Jason Kidd, you could make an I argument. I feel like we're but, missing somebody. I don't know who, though. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking Allen Iverson, but I think he's a shooting guard. He's yeah, always been a shooting guard. Jerry West, too. Right. I think that's the person we were Yeah, the in. logo. <laughs> yeah. Literally the yeah. logo of the league. Yeah. Forgot about him. He's up there. Did he? Yeah. Did he? I know he never won a championship. He was like 0-8, I think. But I think he won a title. He, oh, he did? Or he made... I don't know if it was him or Elgin Baylor. I think it was Elgin who, Baylor. Because I remember... Reti- or who, who retired the season that they won a title. I think yeah. it was Elgin Baylor. I think it was, yeah. Because didn't Jerry West win like a finals MVP even though they didn't win? Yeah. Like, he's the only person that's ever done that, I think. Yeah. Which is... Just shows how great he was. Yeah, I think he won one title, but I think, I'm pretty sure he's like one in seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. His record was tough. I mean, he played with Wilt, but it was Wilt near the end of his career too. Yeah, yeah it was him, Wilt, and Elgin, Elgin Baylor. And didn't I think Baylor got hurt one year too? They or maybe I no, think, I'm thinking I think Elgin Baylor retired the year that they yeah. won, like halfway through. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Worthy with Magic. Yeah, Worthy, Magic, MJ. and 
MJ. Yeah. But yeah, MJ. Um, MJ. I was wait, Kareem. Magic Johnson. And, oh, Magic yeah. Johnson. I was James like, Worthy. I was so confused. I'm like, wait, Kareem, Michael Cooper, Byron Scott, yeah. AC Green. That team was stacked. Yeah. The Lakers have always just been every decade they find a way to make an insane team. The last three decades, 2000, 2010, 2020. Yeah. They've uh, started the decade off with a title. Yeah. So they've always had incredible. Bet on the 2030 finals right now. Yeah, literally. That's facts. But yeah, in, in other news too, NCAA, they just announced that players will be able to profit off of their likeness, their name, and their, their image. Their image, yeah. About which time. Is, yeah, about damn time. Like we've been saying it for years, like they deserve to be paid because they're this it's just these colleges yeah. prof, profiting off of them. Obviously yeah. a lot of these guys have, have scholarships, but that has nothing to do with yeah. when, their image. When you build Duke versus North Carolina, it was Zion's playing North Carolina. Why isn't Zion getting some money for the draw yeah. he brought in? They're not giving people scholarships for like the money that they give them. They're giving them scholarships so they come play for exactly. them. Exactly. So they should be able to profit off of themselves. Yeah. They don't own Zion's name. They yeah. don't own Zion's likeness. They don't own Zion's image. Yeah, and the idea that if you have your own, you know, money coming in that you can't play. Like yeah. what, there was a, a kicker that what was destroying. His name's destroying. destroying. That's his YouTube name. Yeah, I actually don't know his actual name. Yeah, I have no idea. But, I just know he's a he's a YouTuber. He has like a couple million subscribers. Yeah, and but he, he had he had to quit football because he started doing YouTube. Yeah, he was going to UCF, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a kicker. Yeah, he would have made. He probably would have made the NFL. Definitely, probably. Definitely would have had a chance. Yeah, and he, he couldn't play because he had his own revenue stream coming from YouTube, which I just yeah. find ridiculous. Absolutely. Obviously, like Lonzo had a loophole with his because his dad owned the company, and I like you can't. Really he, could, play. he couldn't wear. He couldn't wear him anyways. Big baller brand, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it's about time because yeah. I feel bad for though for like athletes who came before. Oh yeah, like who, the Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel uh, would have made so much money. Yeah. Even like Baker, like just so the, much money. the names and the big characters would have made a ton. Reggie Bush, give yeah. him his Heisman back. Yeah. Literally give him his Heisman. Uh, they took his Heisman away because he was like making money. I forget why. Or yeah. wasn't it like, I think it was his family was receiving funding. Yeah. From the school to like live by. Which has always happened. It's always been a thing. I mean, like it is what it is. Zion definitely got some money playing at Duke. Definitely. But it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's good to see, and I'm super excited because that means that there should be NCAA games. So foot, ma- or yeah. no man, but NCAA football will come back. NCAA basketball. I think they already announced. Uh, oh, they did. NCAA football is coming back. Oh, that's dope. I'm I so, think next year. I really hope they do a basketball one. Just being able to play March, like when March Madness is going on, being able to do the bracket in the game, like yeah. people would, like go with crazy. your friends going online picking a yeah, team. And, people yeah, people go crazy for that. It'd be so much fun. And like now, obviously, you can sell jerseys with the names on the back rather than yeah. like getting fake ones. I don't know if they can do that. Really? I don't know. But it, their name, right? Like, can't they? But that's part of the school. So oh, basically, yeah. how they're gonna make money now is they'll have to use themselves, but not the team. Right. Like you see all the time in commercials, you'll see athletes. Like when remember when Jose Batista did Booster Juice? Yeah, and he, he, just, yeah. he would just be like in a blue jersey, yeah, not a, the Blue Jays. Yeah, same with it, Trout. He would do Subway. Yeah, it'd be that. Yeah, which where uh, you can't use the you can't use the team branding, but it's it's your like, yeah. you are the brand. Yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, I mean it, it's good to see and that these these guys deserve it. And even like the lower end players who may not get like sponsorship deals, they'll still get some money mm-hmm. from somehow. some somehow. Yeah, so. 
That's, I mean, that's good to see. Like, it's taken way too long. The, the, the schools get so much money regardless yeah. from ticket prices and stuff like that. Like, it's time to give back to the guys that yeah. are really earning the money. Mm-hmm. So talking about games, though. So I don't think they're going to be able to use rosters still. But that's not a big deal now. Yeah, just I because, mean, people can just create them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People so. create rosters. So that doesn't. that's not really a big deal. But I wanted to ask, what's your favorite sports game ever? Ooh. That's tough. Video game. Yeah. Like, growing up, I was only able to play sports video games. wasn't allowed to play Call of Duty or anything like that. So, I've always... I didn't really have restrictions. I just played sports games. I I never really got into Call of Duty. Yeah, I was never really that interested. Maybe because I wasn't allowed. But, I mean, I always had Madden, Chell, the show, and 2K. I'd probably... Like, Madden never had, like, a standout game. They were always just kind of consistent. I think, for Madden-wise, a lot of, like, the hardcore players have been playing for a long time. Say Madden 04 is probably the really? best. That's me personally. I'd probably say like Madden, maybe 15. I enjoyed 15. Yeah, 15 was good. 17 was good. As I well. like 17. A I lot of people didn't like 17. I don't I remember it. what the game was called, but it had it was a Wii game football and it had Brett Favre on the cover. I think it, it was, was Madden 09. 09. Yeah, that game is incredible. Love that. But. Best game? I'd maybe say 2K16 NBA. 2K16 was good. Just because the, the rosters were great. The gameplay was really good. There wasn't a lot of problems. And everybody was on it, too. Remember they made yeah. it free during the finals? Yeah. So everybody was playing. Everyone it. was playing. And and I look at Chell like it's been the same game for the last eight years. I really hope that like because PlayStation 5 has come out that they're going to make a completely new game, which they need to because nothing's changed. NBA 2K11 was amazing, too. 2K, because, oh, yeah. 2K11 was so good. Um there was so much in it because they, they had because that was the first year Michael Jordan had been in the 2K game. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. Or at least since he played for the Wizards. Yeah. So they created this whole mode called MJ Creating a Legend. Basically, you go through 10 of his greatest moments. Oh, that's cool. And once you do that, you unlock a Michael Jordan career mode. So you could play as a rookie Michael Jordan, put him on any team in the oh, NBA that's sick. and play my career. They got to do stuff like that for other games. Because whoever whoever's on the cover or like the Legend Edition play through their greatest moments. Yeah. Like that'd be so cool. Some like sort of Kobe. Like, like they could have yeah. done that this year and gone yeah, through. Just like his greatest moments. Yeah. Like oh, you play it. Imagine like farewell game. You got to score 61 points. You don't get it. You got to retry. Yeah. Like that'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. Especially yeah. for younger kids because they would learn more about yeah. the guys coming out of the league. Because that's how like... When I was playing these games, I played the legendary rosters. I'm like, oh, I understood who was with who. That MJ creating a legend was my first ever exposure to Michael Jordan. Yeah. I never really... It was always LeBron. Yeah. I think that was actually my first ever 2K game I had. That game was so much fun. I had 2K9, but I barely played it. Yeah. And then I think the show. I think MLB The Show, the show has, has been, been the most consistent consistently game. good game. Like, it's never... Because all these other games have gameplay problems where they're like, oh, we're going to focus on the graphics. The show is like, the graphics are what they are. Yeah. We're going to make the gameplay. They change it a little bit. Now, like, I tried playing it. Like, online competitive, it's it's hard. Because they add, like, the, the PCI thing where the you move... Like, you can't just... If you're playing online, you need that. Or, like, if you're pitching, you need, like, the meter thing so you can actually pitch where you want. Right. Because I'll throw a fastball low and away. It goes right down the middle if you don't have the meter. <laughs> But I like it because they make it more realistic and like there isn't these crazy bugs that cause you to lose. I think with the MLB games though is that it's it, there's not like a lot of things that you can do to like, exploit the game. Yeah. Like a lot of time in Madden or there would be like like as somebody who plays Madden a lot, there's like cover three beaters yeah. to where like your your defensive back literally wouldn't react to yeah. a play because of just the way the game is programmed. Yeah. Same thing with 2K. Like you just. Yeah, we would play 3v3 Pro-Am or 5v5, and it's like, if you're the point guard, you're getting picked all game oh, by yeah. the center, and they're just splashing threes. Oh, yeah. It takes no threes. skill. 
Yeah, no. Well, for the MLB, though, it's like there's not really that. You have to actually be good at the game. Yeah. You have to be able to time pitches. You have to – all that. Yeah, like if that's what I've always thought about uh, games. Like if you are not that good, if you're going to play offline, you should be able to engineer the game that you can play well. But mm-hmm. online, it needs to be like competitive, like the best players win. Like those right. shooter games like Call of Duty, if you're not good, you're going to get destroyed. Yeah. That's what t- it should be. I can be tell you that sport. firsthand. I- oh, I'm brutal. I'm so bad. I would play at friends' houses and it would be embarrassing. I've never owned – I've never owned a, a Call of Duty game. Yeah, neither have I. Or GTA. I played Warzone a couple times, and oh my god. I thought I was like, oh, it's going to be kind of like Fortnite. No, not at all. I, I'm sitting there in wide open. Why can't I build? Like, it was brutal. Yeah. Why can't I build? <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I kind of miss Fortnite. Like, the OG oh, yeah, Fortnite. for sure. I mean, that was maybe some of the funnest times I've ever had yeah. playing video games. Just people raging, people getting excited because they're close yeah. to win. Like, I remember I played, I had to have played like over 200 games before I even won. And I remember I was like, final two, my hands would be shaking, like you're sweating. And then when you get that win, it's like, it's like you just won a championship. I just miss like playing squads with yeah. like you and a couple other friends. Like when we had no idea what we were oh, doing. Oh, yeah. We it was hiding and stuff. I always noticed that because, like, the journey, I feel like, has always been the best part. Because once you get good, you it's not as much fun because mm-hmm. it's just, like, you know you're going to dominate. Yeah. When you're on the rise, it's, like, it gets frustrating, but it's also just so much more fun because when you win, it's a shock. For me, the funnest time for, like, a new game is the beginning just yeah. because I have no idea what I'm doing. Exactly. Which makes it just more fun. Yeah. And it's just more fun. Or, I just said that twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny and it's fun. Yeah. Man, I miss it. But, yeah. That... that that company man i don't know what they're trying to do they keep doing new stuff that just Who? people epic like games? epic yeah they just like if you literally brought back the old map and the old graphics so many people would come back to the game probably and you'd earn more money it's almost like they're just being stubborn like oh we want to like make it different but people yeah. aren't playing yeah like they're literally at bots i haven't played fortnite in oh it's been a while a year at least a year Maybe a year. Yeah. I remember maybe like at the beginning of COVID, we maybe played it a bit because there was absolutely nothing yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, and even then we were like, I can't, like we used to be able to play from like 8 p.m. to like 4 a.m. Yeah. On like a, a weeknight. And then now it's like, all right, it's been an and hour. And even when somebody was like, yeah, I'm getting off. It'd be like, it's only 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. We, it would, time didn't matter back then. Yeah. yeah. I but, miss it. Yeah. You guys can probably tell. We yeah, miss it. We miss it. I think that's a good place to wrap up before we start crying. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Comment down below, and we'll see you all next week. Take it easy. Stay well. Peace.